As uh, my sweatshirt clearly depicts, I wear this every winter, so you may remember from last year, but cardio is not my thing. Um, so I'm going to start with just a story of um, a fun time I had in college. Um, my, my college roommate, I got by potluck or lottery where, you know, you answer five questions and the university just magically picks who would be best to live with you. Um, but it actually worked out really well for me. My, my roommate was Jennifer, or now she's her but um, she and I got this brave idea to um, take one of our phys ed classes together. And so we had a mutual friend, and that mutual friend ran every day and loved athletics. And so I'm like, okay, I can make it through this three-hour college class with my friends, right? I can do it. I did weightlifting at Palo Alto in the summer, so I can handle this full-length you know, semester of physical education. And so our first day we show up, and they um, tell us that we're going to do a test. We're going to set our baseline. So I'm like, oh, okay. And so what it turned out being was a long, long run up some hills and, you know, down some valleys and all this stuff uh, in Belton, Texas, and um, setting our baseline for this trip. Well, I start the race with my roommate and my friend, and I am running as hard as I can to keep up with them. And as you can imagine, for from someone who's not athletic inclined. Um, I did not keep up with them that whole race, um, and I finished near the end with my fellow new non-athletic friends. Um, and I tell you that to say that I did not have the endurance or the steadfastness for that because I didn't know what was ahead, and I didn't know what was coming, and I pushed myself too hard to keep up with people that do that for fun on a daily basis. Um, so where we're going to be today is... Um, is in Acts 2 for most of our time, and then hopefully in our discussion time we'll have time to go to um, Psalm 57. So I'm going to read to you um, Acts 2, 40 through 47. And with, oh, let me give you a back backstory. Um, this is Peter defending faith um, to the Pharisees. Jesus has died and raised from the grave, and he's telling them um, the connection of all the prophecies they know by heart and how Jesus is the Messiah. So he says, and with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayer. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together, and they had all things in common, and they sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among them all, as anyone had need. So, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved." So I want to hang out here on this word, um, steadfast. You can go to the next slide, I think it has. Yeah, this is the definition um, of the Greek word that was used there um, for it. And I think it kind of fleshes out a little deeper than like endurance through a race. Um, steadfastly attentive to, giving care to, um, to persevere and not faint, to show oneself courageous for, um, to be in constant readiness and to wait on. Um, so I think that's interesting, um, going back to the context of what they continued steadfastly in. Um, after they received the word, they were baptized, so they were new believers, and they continued in this steadfastness. But what did they continue steadfastly in? If we go to verse um, 42, it tells us, um, 
It says they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine um, and in fellowship, that koinonia fellowship, that intimate friendship, and in breaking of bread, like brunch. <laughs> they continue steadfastly meeting together and in prayer, like we just talked about in our confession. So I think that's so neat as I was thinking on this um, leading up to today. It just hit me that those are the four areas that I want to quit when I'm tired. You know, like when I want to give up and I'm kind of just done with people or done with uh, responsibility. Isn't the first thing to go, that community of friendship, isn't the first thing to go is like we put ourselves in isolation or we we put off eating. I don't do that. But my husband, he'll just keep working and work till dinner. And I'm like, how could you not eat like the whole day you've been awake? And so... When we, when we miss that opportunity um, to be together, to fellowship, to, to come to mocks when we, when we can make it, and to make that, um, that fellowship important to us, um, we're, not, we're not fueled for that steadfastness that we need for the race. And what's neat here is in this short little bit of storytelling, he tells us what the result of that steadfastness is. When they are adhering to doctrine that is true and sound, which is the word of God being the sole authority of their lives, and when they're continuing meeting together and in prayer, the result is, verse 43 says, that wonders and signs were done among them, um, that they were developing their community, um, their sense of community about daily meeting together, having all things in common. When I read that, it just I flashed back to our last meeting when we shared clothes. Didn't everybody just feel, like, overwhelmed when you got home? Like, with everything you had? Am I the only one? I was just like, look at this. Like, this is what Acts Christianity is like. This is us bringing what we have and sharing. And there was still an abundance left over at the end. That was, thank you, ladies, who took care of that donation um, for us afterwards. But I just thought, wow, we're fleshing that out right now in Mops. Um, And then verse 46 and 7, it says that they continued with gladness and simplicity of heart. So when we're steadfast in our heart, when we're steadfast to, to hold tightly to, to the word, the result is joy, and the result is community, and the result is those miracles that they were experiencing. And then just lastly, um, the result was having favor with people. Verse 47 says that the, they had favor with all the people, and the Lord added daily to those who were being saved. So just what a measure of, of confidence we can be given when we are being steadfast in those things, um, to be faithful in prayer, to be faithful with meeting um, with friends um, and developing community with each other, that the result is that other people get saved because it's just such a testimony to those around us um, when we're sharing as we have need and we're meeting together. Um, and all throughout Scripture, we see um, just the word steadfastness. I feel like it was just um, joking out at me from everywhere um, the last few weeks. But um, James points out this story. In the book of James, he points out the story of Job. Um, it's just so cool. It says, Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Um, so that's just my encouragement um, to us if we don't feel like being steadfast that we can call to mind the purpose of the Lord that he is compassionate and merciful and if we can keep that in the forefront of our minds it can help us um, to endure and to be steadfast um, as we finish I just want to share um, one last story with you also about running um, my mom was a pretty good runner she actually did the um, rock and roll half marathon not too long ago and I still don't aspire to be able to do that um, but when I was about 10 maybe 9 or 10 
Um, my mom was running a 5K in our community, and like the week of, Kenan decides that she's going to join mom in this race. So my mom let me sign up, and we do it, and we take off. And of course, as you can imagine, just like in college, I had no endurance then either. And I can remember coming up on this one hill, and some of the people you know that are stationed along the race, one of the guys goes, man, she's going to be a good sprinter. And I was just like, thanks, a little mouse sprint. And so I just, I remember that being the echo in my mind, but my mom, instead of keeping her pace and winning what she probably could have won, um, she stood back with me. And when I had to walk, she'd walk with me. And when we ran, we ran. And we were the last people to get back to our small town um, football stadium. It was so, I was so embarrassed. I was embarrassed for my mom. I was just like, we're the last ones. All these people are just sitting here waiting for us to cross the finish line. Um, but you know what? The way they had it arranged, um, each age group, um, you can flash to the next slide with the picture, each age group was going to get one of these. And you know how many people were in my age group? Three! So I still got a trophy. <laughs> I was like, what? And so I just think um, that has always stood out in my mind, that my mom not only um, ran with me, but she got her daughter a trophy. And it's not like today where everybody gets a trophy. There were only three, and there were only three people in my age group. Um, so stay steadfast um, in your race, um, whatever that looks like for you. Look for ways that you can um, be the Acts 2 Christian, that you can remain um, steadfast to the Apostles' doctrine, steadfast in fellowshipping with one another, um, and in breaking of bread and in prayer. Because those... Those things are, are what leads us to joy and community and experiencing miracles. And it's just amazing to me um, how he brings his word um, to me. And then he's like, okay, then you've got to tell everybody else that. Um, so in our discussion time, I want to make sure we have time to read um, Psalm 57 together and just look for that word steadfast. Um, so you can just pull it up on Google on your phone um, and Google the ESV because I know for sure that one uses translates it steadfast. Um, in our time together. Uh, thank you guys for listening to me. And uh, I'm going to pray us out into our discussion time. God, I thank you um, just for the privilege to be here, God. Um, we don't take it lightly that we get together, Lord. And I just pray um, for each home that's represented here, um, for each family, that you would just shield us from holiday sickness, shield us from holiday drama, that you would just... Give us the steadfastness of heart, Lord, that we can say, as the psalmist did, that our hearts are steadfast, O oh God, and that we will make melody, because you are good. You are so good to us, Lord. And we thank you um, for being the advocate for us, for calling us to repentance, um, for giving us friends around us who can encourage us along the way, Lord. Um, we just thank you for the sweetness of this time, and I pray that you would bless our our talk together, Lord, that you would bless the conversations that happen, um, that people would leave encouraged um, to endure their race, Lord. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen.